Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Black Boy Joy Podcast. You're joined by uh, you're joined by me, Kieran, here in Newcastle, and me, Anthony, in Birmingham. Oh, what are you doing in Birmingham? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kieran, um, I have caught coronavirus. So, um, what day? What day is it today? It's what? It's Wednesday, the fifteenth of December. I've been mm-hmm. in um, in Birmingham since Sunday. The f- I think it's Sunday the fourth. Um, was that the fifth? Uh, I think we had our Christmas dinner that day. Yes, sorry. Yes. Yeah. So I I came to Birmingham for like a family thing, and then it turned out that I had caught coronavirus. So I've been isolating at home at my parents' house ever since. So it's just been. Long. I'm almost at the end of the 10 days now. I've got one more day to go. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I should be free again, providing I have a, um, I have a, a clear lateral flow test. Then I'll be good to mm-hmm. go. But yeah, it's okay, been... Okay, well, hopefully it's okay. Have you, have you felt rough or anything? Have you been all right? Or? Um, the first four days or so, I felt rough. Um, I took a lateral flow test because I had a sore throat. I thought was bonding me, so I took a lateral flow test, and I just expected that to come back clear as every single one has done. And then I got mm-hmm. the two lines on the lateral flow test, so I'm like, let me do that, let me do it again. And then I got another <laughs> one. <I> got... <laughs> You're in denial. <laughs> I'm saying if a lateral, because they're kind of not very reliable. So if a lateral flow is positive, you're definitely positive. Like, <laughs> well, I did. Th- I did all in all. I did three. The first two were positive, and the last one was negative. But then I did a PCR test later that day and the PCR test came up positive. So that you know for sure then you've got coronavirus. Sorry, sorry, can I just check? You did two lateral flows that were positive and then you still decided to do a third lateral flow. Yeah. You, obviously, you really, really didn't want to isolate it. <laughs> <laughs> On the day that I did the test, I was supposed to travel back to London. Now, obviously, mm. I, matched, I matched all my plans. But work Christmas party tomorrow that I can't attend. Um, there are two concerts. One today, I'm supposed to see in Little Sims today that I can't see. Mm. So everything like since um since all of this, everything just mash up. All my plans, all my plans out the window. And so I the second concert, did... Jesse, where? Because I saw did that get rescheduled anyway? It did get rescheduled anyway. So Jesse was supposed to be on Sunday, but I I will get a chance. I will get another chance to see her. Thank God. And um, like I said, little um, Sims, not today. It's supposed to be tomorrow. And um, actually, I'm not going. I'm not going to be able to see because obviously I'm still isolating. So yeah, I just had me and the four walls for entertainment. It's a bit shit, but hopefully, so to the listeners, we are, we're supposed to be going to Leeds on Friday. Um, but we need to see if Ames is going to be in the all clear. Hopefully, you are. Um, otherwise. I'm not, if you if you test positive on Friday, what's going to happen? Do the do the rest of us just go anyway? You might as well just still go. It's paid for, think? isn't it? Yeah, it's paid for, so you might as well go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, be me and a couple, me third wheeling. Nah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you. I hope you. I hope you're negative though on on Friday. I really do. Yeah. That's our Christmas link up, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Like I said, if I, if I come back positive and I can't go, you might as well just go. Just go and, and make the most of the experience. Have fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but 
What else is there to do? What else can be what else can be done about it? Nothing can be done about it. Exactly. I've been waiting to go to Leeds for the longest though. Like I think I said to you before, I've visit, I've been through it quickly, just to tr- like traveling or had one interview there once. Um, but just I was just in the day in in the center in the daytime. Well, here the nightlife is really good. I don't know anything about the gay scene there. Um, as you know, I don't really go on the gay scene much. Not out of um, like a strong choice, it just doesn't happen very often. So I'm looking forward to it. So it should be um should be interesting. Yes. Yeah. By the way, so because I'm in Birmingham, rather unexpectedly, um, my laptop mm-hmm. that I usually do my podcasting on is still in Birmingham. It's always still in London, whereas I'm here in Birmingham, so I borrowed my mum's laptop to record this. But there's going to be no feels in this one. There'll be no entrance music. There'll be no exit music. Like, um, the, the edit might be a bit ropier than usual, so <laughs> don't come for me. Eddie, what do you? We'll <laughs> when you eventually hear the top come to me, a drop in production values. What's going on? <laughs> it will be a drop in production value, but it's one that can't be held. So I'll be thankful you're getting any any content at all. But yes, yeah. you so don't. Me and Ainsley. So if anyone who listened to our last episode, the overarching theme uh, was in keeping with the title. And the title was what was the title, Ainsley? Men are trash. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Men are trash. <laughs> yeah. So I think what was I doing yesterday? I think I was having a smoke as usual, and I can't remember what piece of music it was that I came across. What was it? Oh, it was um, it was "Bust Your Windows" by Jasmine Sullivan. It just came mm-hmm. up on my um, on my shuffle, and um, <laughs> I think I shared it in my group chat, just saying, "Oh, this is um, you know." One for the Men of Trash uh, collection, or canon, as you would say, Ainsley. Yeah. Uh, the Trash canon. <laughs> it's a staple. Um, so we we were just discussing our favourites from that, um, from that kind of music, like usually in R&B. So my number one has to be Tony Braxton, He Wasn't Man Enough, which I think is obviously like entertaining from the lyrics. I think obviously excellent production by... Yeah, Rodney Darkchild Jenkins. Yeah, Rodney Darkchild Jenkins. <laughs> yes, there we are. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> now, but that's my favourite one. And we had some dispute over what the uh, what the top song would be in the genre. But I'm going to stick with Tony Braxton, actually. I think for, for the so, Metatrack songs, I think that's the best one. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I on my Insta story, I had literally put on maybe a day ago or two days earlier um that the I think the undisputed Vena Trash song Hashazi <laughs> was it Sunshine Anderson heard it all before like, that yeah. is that, that is the <laughs> ultimate one yeah the ultimate Vena Trash song I don't think any I don't think anyone there are many contenders that one is, is the gold is the greatest mm. one of all time I guess I hate the word sassy but I think in this context it, it is you know, it does fit yeah. perfectly. You can just imagine someone swinging the neck as I sing the lyrics. And <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's a story as well, like, because she's, she's just, you know, telling us what we happened. Like, you know, she came home, she's not someone else's perfume on them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's had enough. It's a, uh, it walks it's, like oh, it, Beyonce's Irreplaceable could run, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think the lyrics of that song are so poetic, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> My favourite one. Ad-libs as well. Oh, definitely. 
<laughs> my favorite Man of Trash song are the ones that are like really ratchet, the ones that are like angry. So mm. I'm talking like, you know, like Soul Gone by Monica. Oh, yeah, it's a great one. But um, driving past your night, driving past your house every night in an old mark car. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> or, like, you know, um, Hit Him Up Star by Blue Cantrell. Yes, that's a good one. I'm not, I haven't listened to that in years. It's just like the opening of it. Yeah. Mm, mm. My name is Just constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they come. I feel like they like come in like two like in two two parts. Either like one like one like one like cluster of them. They talk about how their man's been cheating and they're mm. so upset and everything. But then there are other ones yeah. like so yeah. So the ones like that would be like the ones that have, like people had like a bit more of a demure personality, like Brandy or or Destiny mm. Child or things like that. Whereas yeah. like in um uh, Bust Your Windows or yeah. um or So Gone. Or mm. um, Khaleesi caught out there, which is another personal favorite of mine. They're, they're on some wild mm. shit, man. Like running up in this man, um, in this man's yard and mashing up his clothes. Exactly, no, they match the, they match the energy of the man that cheated. That's what I like. So <laughs> there are two types of there are two types of scorned lover, as the um, the men of trash songs <laughs> yeah. will demonstrate. Um, what's another one? I think like um, a gentle one. I don't know if you know it. Like Fantasia is usually like the bolder type. But have you heard a song "Free Yourself"? That's more about when she knows that the man wants to come out of the relationship, but she's playing more of like, you know, uh, maybe damsel's not the, the right word to use, but it's more like, you know, someone's letting go and like just letting him be free and she's sad. But I, yeah. in general, the ones that kind of make history are the ones where they're just kind of, you know, just unabashed, don't give a fuck that. Like, okay, well, yeah. fuck you, are going to cheat on me. No, like, they're the best the ones. So, easily. The softest one is Girl, is girl by Destiny Child. When the, um, thinking, yeah. yeah, when they like got the music video. And they're all like at some coffee shop, and um, it's mm. Kelly who played a scorned woman, and the young yeah. Michelle are playing like the friends and and all of yeah. that. Like that, that is a soft one. That's that. That's them mm. trying to convince her of it to be yeah, cheated. It's about, it's sisterhood, better. isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, to definitely child, they have like they have men of trash from every angle. So they have ones where people mm. are cheating. They have one where man, uh, what man is, uh, rolling up your bills, spending your money. Do you know that? Do you that know was their, that, that was their thing though, wasn't it? Especially that was a thing in the early days of like all their songs yeah. were like, that, like the bills, bills, bills. From the same album, I think I've said already. Um, Get on the bus uh, yeah. with Timberland because it wasn't. Yeah. It was released as a single. What I'm talking about, it's like black and white, but it doesn't really get the the prominence of the other stuff because one of the yeah. early earlier uh, singles. But I think it's a really good tune. Um, oh, I'm sure one. we mentioned it. You know, when Paul Mendes was on the podcast, I'm sure he mentioned it then as well. Like, um, yeah, last summer, uh-huh. summer 2020. Yeah, you know, sorry to cut you, Keith. Mm. You know, which men are trash song that we have just like completely overlooked. If um, if not right, but it's okay by Whitney Houston. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That might be played. That, had, that, had a, that struck the right balance because it was dignified, but she was still very firm and telling him to, like, you know, pack yeah. your bags basically and go away. And uh, then, like, do, like, um, like, doing math in the, um, in the song, like, I think the girl went out, mm. uh, but four of you are really cheap because only two of you yeah. had. <laughs> and she, she found his credit card receipt. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> your own. <laughs> I'm a credit card receipt. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is such a great song. I haven't heard that in ages. You know what? When we well, when we next see each other, whether that's in a few days or over Christmas, I think we need to um, need to come up with a playlist or something. <laughs> I've got them in a trash playlist. I've got one. I'll yeah. save it with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There we are. Job done. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I want to buy a naked her appearance. Uh, what are your what are your plans for Christmas then? Um. So. I have a I have a full week off work, so I'm gonna work Christmas Eve, but then I'm off from Christmas Day through New Year's Day. Um, I think I'm not going back home to Birmingham. I'm supposed to, I was supposed to be catching up with my parents today, but my mom has just had a booster jab and isn't feeling great, so I'm gonna to speak to her all the time. Um, but I'm assuming home. Don't know what I'm gonna do for New Year's. If you're doing a party or something, I'll have to go on for that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good week in Birmingham at the moment because I've just. I've visited there once since the start of the pandemic and I'm just feeling very cut off from my hometown. Um, when people ask me about Birmingham, but I feel like I don't really know the place anymore, so I just want to spend some time in Brom and catch up with friends. Um, going to get some baking on the go for Christmas. So for Christmas itself, I'm going to attempt, you know, our um, famous Caribbean black cake. Yeah. Um, and I want to do like the, you know, the raw icing on it and everything as well. However... I've not made black cake before and I've not made raw icing before. But I've had the fruit soaking for a year um, in like the rum and like the wine. Mm-hmm. So that'll be my project to take home and hopefully. So basically when I was a little kid, I, I used to bake at home, but um, I used to be the, 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 the butt of many jokes um, in the family because my cakes would always flop. So this is a pretty good one, but I can't actually make it like <laughs> um, So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a few baking things to take home with me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to be up here until like Christmas Eve. I might go home on Christmas Day, actually, just like first thing in the morning. Because I don't want to drive. Do... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I think like, there's been a few times I've just got the train land and I've once I've been there, I'm thinking, oh, I can redo my car now. I think all these extortionate Ubers, especially now. Um, so I think the plan is just to drive up on Christmas morning, like leave here at 6 a.m. or something. Maybe 8, actually. Get home by midday. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. Um, yeah. And um, what are you doing? You're going to be in Bromwich again, I guess. I'll be in Birmingham, yeah. Um, I actually really don't know what the plan is for Christmas. To be honest with you, I feel like nobody, like, nobody seems really that fast this year. Nah, it's, it's, it comes, I feel like in any case, it comes around very fast every year. Mm-hmm. But there's still that thing where we might be told, oh, you know, you can't travel. I don't think it will happen, actually. But, like, I don't think there'll be another lockdown, but there may be some kind of, restrictions in place about travel well um, someone did point out to me of the other day that like um it was this weekend coming uh that they announced the lockdown but last year last yeah. year yeah so they could they could do it again yeah but i think people ignore it this year i know, I know they will you ignore it last year <laughs> <laughs> i i stuck to the rules to be fair i could have gone but at the time, um, one of my flatmates couldn't go home either. Um, so I kept it. And most of the family were coming from London, whereas I was coming from the northeast. So I, I think we were in three and you know, in four, like the tears. Yeah. Um, so my parents said, oh, they were like, you could come and see us because we've seen everyone else recently, but we haven't seen you in ages. But I kept thinking, that's a bit unfair. Like, and everyone else, if I'm the only one that goes home, just me and my parents. Um, I thought, well, let me just leave it here and then we can all link up properly. And we did, like, all this time, how they gone. So I think... Um, but this year, I would just go anyway, in any case, I don't care about staying up here for Christmas. Um, 
Like, I mean, last That's year, there was a lockdown announced and everyone was locked up in their yard, was scared to leave the house and the Conservative Party were there partying, were having, um, have, have, having, one big, having one big motive. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think they're trying to don this to, like, quash the story. And people yeah. are like, oh, you know, it's in the path. Blah, blah. I was like, no, if this was a Labour government, like, heads would have rolled. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just really pissed off about it, you know. I, for, I forgot about it, you know, I just put it back in my mind. Um, I don't want to go on and about it because everyone's been talking about it loads. But it just it just shows it's a joke. So they can they can call in the restrictions they want to have, but no one's going to listen this year. I think maybe 10% of the population would would, would pay heed to the foolishness they come out with. Nobody, they, they, nobody they listening to them, them, man. Like when they when they made when they announced that lockdown last year, they were laughing at us. They were laughing. Mm. It's the fact you were saying, you know, oh, we're gonna have to make sacrifices, and we know it's not the Christmas everyone wanted. And you know, he probably said that, and then came logged offline, turned his mic off, and went, "Okay, right, let's do some lines at someone's yeah. house." So I said, <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, man! <laughs> but they can they're gonna keep getting away with it. And the, the human rights reform that they're trying, the new um, borders bill, it's it's literally like being a dictatorship at the moment with their massive AEC majority. Well, they're your uh, people, are No, they're not, I thought I renounced my ways mm-hmm. for shame. Leave me alone. Leave me be. <laughs> yeah. The you could have been renounced your... I'm still clinging on to my first past the posting. I've, I've never lived in a constituency where even though I have voted for them before I've never lived in the constituency where they've actually won the seat so I can sleep a bit more peacefully at night so I haven't contributed to the fuckery that's going on now I, I mean you have you have in, you have endorsed them <laughs> huh? you have endorsed like you have endorsed them can we leave me alone please I'm sorry <laughs> um no no you're right we discussed this when was it it would have been January 2020, I remember. It was, like, it was on the year's episode, wasn't it? Um, in January yes, 2020. And I got a fucking tongue lashing on the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a lot's changed since then. It wasn't just COVID anyway. Like, you know. That election. Of, um, you know that like, election was two years ago now? Or two years ago on Sunday. Just it's just, just past, yeah. I, I thought it might come up a conversation. because was, was it the 14th or the 12th? Something like it was that. The 12th. Or something. Yeah, it was the 12th. I remember, was I in London that weekend? I think it was, you know, because um, it was my niece's birthday. Um, and I remember ever something in the middle of the country, people were really downtrodden about what happened. For me, it was just a bad Brexit at the time. Um, but obviously, you got what you wanted. Decision. Like... As in, no, I'm not talking about the Brexit force, I'm talking about the whole. They. <laughs> Between uh, we all the parties, they're the ones who are saying that basically we're going to get Brexit done. Everyone else was kind of like floundering on the border, which for obvious reasons, obviously, because it's a stupid idea Brexit was. But um, I think what a lot of us have realised who voted for them is that they made it all about Brexit, but then kind of you forget that they're going to be in power and they can do what they want. I don't, I don't think, I don't predict there'd be that much majority though. That was bonkers. But then that majority is emboldened to basically just do what they want. Um, to obliterate the rules, I was talking to my family about this as well. That you know, in previous governments, I've, I've, I've obviously done stuff like this behind the scenes as well, but it's just never been so like flagrant and so like you know, just no fucks given. Um, in in the past, so it's like literally they're constantly laughing on our faces. But I, I've learned my lesson anyway. Um, and I know some people don't want to hear it, but I do feel stupid about it, and 
Yeah. You're right. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd, I thought I'd have to like you know account for myself anyway. You don't. It's okay if you don't accept uh, any apologies I've offered in the past. That's okay. I just thought I just wanted to get it off my chest. And then, uh, I think I'd feel better. I think I'd feel better if you were if you were still if you're still happy and proud. Really? Mm. Why? So you can hate me fully? Like, <laughs> Probably, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But obviously, then, but then, like in that in that way, I know, like, to have like just a complete divide there. So I just know that you are you are a Tory. You voted for the government. And you endorse what they do, but that, that there's no grey areas there. It's a nice, it's a nice big, a big what like a, um a clean break. Hmm. But then, but you know, oh, but that wouldn't happen though. Do you really think I'm the kind of person I can see everything that's happening in the government now and have stubbornness and pride just be like, no, it was the right decision, the right decision. Like, you know, I've never been too, well, I'm proud in some aspects, but not, I always say if I've made a mistake or done something wrong, I have no problem in saying, oh, that was stupid of me because I, I don't see the shame in it. And I feel like in adulthood, people don't want to like lose face. Um, so even if, done, even if they've made something stupid or made a decision or like, you know, some kind of argument between friends, people won't back down because of pride. And it's not me sort of wanting people's acceptance. It's just like, well, you know, it's really not a big deal. I mean, if you make a mistake and just acknowledge it, it doesn't mean like, you know, that, I've, that I feel shamed or something or that I feel like an idiot as well. I do, but like, it's, it doesn't, what's the point I'm trying to make? The point I'm trying to make is that admitting to a mistake doesn't make you weak. I'm just like, oh, well, that was an error. Keep it moving. Yes. Fine. I mean, I guess someone admitting that they're voting for the wrong party is what a sign of growth, which I guess we'd want. But like I said, I just, I don't know, that last election would just say, like, I, f- I feel like it genuinely was traumatic, was a traumatising experience. Mm. Well, if they're called, so two things really. Um, if they're called an election now, I still think they'd get a majority, not as big as the last time, but also, if they called election now, I wouldn't know who I would want to... I think I'd just vote for Labour anyway, just by default. But I think I've said to you before, I've said to so many people, nothing's going to change until we get rid of first-past-the-post. But I can't see any party that has the ability to get in power, whether it's just by a majority and just their party or whether it's via coalition. I can't see any party willing to put them in the manifesto because it's, it's, it's against their own interests in the major parties. But it's archaic and it's... I don't think politics can really change until they get rid of first-past-the-post. Even if it means you let in some really unsavory characters, I think we need proportional representation. That's the only way we can move forward between like the foolishness of the now. So, for people who don't know, what is first past the post? So, uh, in the constituency, so that basically the, the country's divided into areas um, for seats in parliament. Um, so, in your constitu- constituency, you'll have all the parties running, will be Labour, Conservatives, Greens, Liberal Democrats, UKIP. Brexit party, etc., etc., uh, and essentially, uh, it's a party with the most seats wins the whole constituency, so with the most votes, sorry, um, and that's it. So it's done that way. So across the country, it's basically who, whoever places first in in the constituency will win a seat. But it means that you could, if you're from a smaller party, you could have had like thousands and thousands of votes across the board. But because you didn't win your particular area, you don't get any seats in Parliament. 
So this is that. So essentially, it becomes it becomes a contest between the, basically the biggest parties for the most part, because most people vote for a mainstream party like Labour, Conservatives, um, or just Lib Dems. Well, until the last few years, I guess, were a major party. Um, but what I would like to see, and I think what many would like to see, is another way of dividing the vote so that people get seats. Um, uh, an example I can think of, again, I'm not endorsing the party at all, but UKIP got 4 million seats in 2015, for example, but didn't get any seats at all. Um, so a drawback of propor proportional representation would be that people would get in power who are from like, the more fringe groups would have quite extreme views that many people wouldn't agree with. But I think across the board, it would be fairer for everyone if the amount of votes a party gets all together in an entire country represents how many seats they get at the table in Parliament. That's my yeah. views on it. What do you think, Angela? Um, well, I guess you'd say that proportional representation is a better reflection of, um, of the representation people want in the government. Since, like, it's essentially, um, it's more like a, it's like an extractor vote. Um, but whoever, mm -hmm. the amount of votes that they get correspond to like the amount of um, to the amount of representation that people get in their parliament. Mm. I guess because obviously in um, in the first part of the poll system, you don't just vote for like a party you want to you want to have a seat in um, in parliament. They obviously your parliamentary representative. So that that means that like they're supposed to be helping you out with your local issues as well. So mm. I wonder how that would work in the proportional representation. How they, how they decide who gets what seat after saying yeah. oh, you've had this many votes across the nation and decide which constituency do you get yeah um, I think that would be changed as well they'd have to like alter the how the constituencies are if the constituencies I don't know I don't know I think I think that's I don't I don't know how they would do it but at the moment I feel like I feel even though they've got a massive majority, I feel like most people hate the Tory party. Um, but I think it's a case of, it's the difference between being hated by a lot of the country and not being hated when you look at how people actually go outside and vote. I think that's, that's the strength the Conservatives have. So even though people might detest them, if you look at everyone who votes, obviously they have said, they seem to have stronger numbers um, mm -hmm. or in this first pass the post system. But... I can't see anything changing if no one changes that system. Um, at the moment, everyone's talking about, oh, you know, Labour aren't a good enough opposition, but they can't blame Conservative success on Labour. I think it's, it's, a, it's a combination of maybe not having a strong opposition, not, not having a strong opposition, and also just the game's rigged in the favour of the two major parties because of the way the voting system works. Um, but it's been going on, it's like, been on for hundreds of years, so I'm thinking it needs to change, really. I don't even care if we have a mashup coalition with the people from here there and everywhere i still think that'd be preferable but people say oh you know the benefit of first pass opposed is to get a strong government i'm thinking but if the government is you know infringing on people's human rights and doing anything willy-nilly and they can get away with it i don't really care if it's a strong government i want something that's fair for everybody in the country which yeah. means like it needs to be a fair representation of all the different opinions in the country even if that does mean there'll be some actual whack jobs there with dangerous views at least i'll be in a smaller group in, in a smaller number yeah. And that's how I feel. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. But no one's going to change it because anyone who can get in power is not going to implement a policy that's going to go against their wishes. I don't think so anyway. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. It's actually depressing thinking about it, to be honest. We could be having the same conversation in 30 years' time. I don't know. But um, we'll see. To be honest, since like what well, since the end of the end of the last election, and with new leader, this new Labour leadership, I've been so disengaged with the whole political process, man. It's just mm. been, yeah. I just feel like even now, like even now, after what I what I see that like the Conservative Party holding the country in contempt. They're treating the country with contempt. Mm. I still feel that, like, yeah, that, like, they'll get majority, like, they still get a majority government, even in 2024. And that says to me that this is just, like, people are people just happy for this to happen. Happy to, to happen to them. So, yeah. And obviously, generalisations incoming, but <clears throat> I think it's because a lot of the British public, they're motivated by hate. They probably would never, some of them wouldn't even realise it themselves or something, but it's a case of, they're more focused on what they don't want and think, oh, because I don't want X, Y, and Z, oh, I don't want too much immigration because I don't want, um, you know, too many handouts from the government. I'm going to vote for this party because that's a party of aspiration. But really, it's, if, you, if you don't have lots of money, well, what, why even vote for that party? Because it's clear yeah. they care about people who do have money. Yeah. People don't really see it. But then I have to, it's almost admirable how the Tories have kind of like harnessed that and how they've just sussed that back. That's how people think. I don't know how yeah. to get people out and numbers in voting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, there's been lots of threads on Twitter about lots of viral tweets just talking about people they'll cut their nose off despite the face when it comes to voting in this country. As long as oh, as long as it's not Corbyn in power, as long as it's not Corbyn. And even now, when things when you get certain new turns of the government or certain scandals that come out, everyone just keeps saying, "Oh, imagine if Corbyn had been in power." I'm thinking, there's only so long you can come up with that tired excuse, like yeah, exactly, to try and justify yeah. how you feel. Like it's it's the man's been out of the part. How long has he not been the leader now? What, Eighteen months, can't remember. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's time to let go. People keep talking about him, like leave him be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Corbyn was in power, he probably wouldn't have had a Christmas party after you just told people to isolate in their homes. Probably wouldn't have done that. No. And I think um, there's been lots of, again, viral tweets about... When you've seen clips of him being interviewed in February 2020 saying, this is what the government needs to do. We need to lock down now. Why are we not following the advice of Europe? And there's one particular tweet which had like it's had millions of views. And um, there were people under it at the time saying, oh, you're an idiot. Um, of course, he'd be anti-UK. He can't seem to understand that, you know, we want to do our own thing. And then, then people have come back now and said, oh, this tweet aged really badly, didn't it? Because I think everything he said was, it was, came to life. Yeah. It turned out to be true. And that's, uh, I think he said, he said a variety of things um, at the time and people have, been shot, have shouted him down for it and it's, here we are. And he was right. But... Um, I don't know. I don't. Even, I don't really know much about Labour. He says I, I never know what to think about Keir Starmer. He just seems a bit hollow. Um, I'm sure he's a nice person. I don't know, but he just seems really hollow. I don't know what he stands for. Um, and Labour just seems wishy washy. I, I, I literally, if there was a vote tomorrow, I'd have to really look at who I would vote for because the answer isn't. It's not really immediately apparent. Really, I just know I'm not Tory. Well, the problem. Else, the know. problem is that I like. I like my. Um, I like my MP. Um, Belle Vibiero Adi. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like her. So if it came down to a, if it came down to a general election that was called tomorrow, I would be, I probably would end up voting Labour because I want her mm-hmm. to stay, stay as my MP. But I, I live in two very, very. I mean, 
um, based in Streatham that will be voting. Mm-hmm. And here in um, Warleys, uh, the seat, and they're both like very, very, very safe Labour seats. So mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't really make much difference. And um, whether I vote for Labour or don't vote Labour, because they're just going to win anyway. You could put, um, you could put like assaulted cards. You could put a red, um, a red uh, badge on that, and it would win. See, now you understand when I said I vote for Tory, because I've always lived in a safe Labour seat. I've never lived in a marginal seat. Um, it's always been a very clear victory. So, yes. just wanted to highlight that, Ainsley. Just wanted to throw it in there. I think who's um, who's even my MP in, in Newcastle? I think I've moved. You since still voted Conservative. Like I said, after, after they got found out with that whole Windrush scandal thing, are you still ticked yeah, there? I wasn't, I wasn't clued up. I wasn't clued up on Windrush at the time. I'd heard about it, but not in details. But yeah, it's still, it's not an excuse. It's still fucking shocking because, yeah, as someone from that background, it is, it is disgraceful. I will, I will freely admit that. Um, I think in Birmingham, it was Khalid, Khalid Mahmood for years and years. I don't even know if he's still there. He's always been in that Labour seat where I'm from in, in Brum. Um, and it's in Newcastle. I can't remember her name. I think she's of Afri- she's a lot of African heritage in the Labour Party. Her name begins with C H I. I should probably know, but I can't remember her name. Um, but I don't know much about local politics, to be honest. Um, I know obviously your seat was it. It was Chucker and Muna, wasn't it? Where you are before? Um, before, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what he's doing these days. Um, Me no. I don't. I don't. Is it even, even in politics anymore. No, he went to the Dems, <laughs> and I think he went to that Change UK party that Anna Subri headed up, I think. Well, she was um, in it. I'm not sure she was. Yeah. At the forefront, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what he's doing now. I'm not sure if he's even in politics mind. still. Yeah. Well, I only knew about it because I thought he was quite attractive in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> he is good looking, but he's like, I don't, don't I've actually he's met him before. Oh, you have? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> So um, I I work in local government, and we manage like quite a few. We manage like quite a few estates in Southwest London. Yeah, and the one that he was the um, was the MP for one of my colleagues was the housing officer there. So basically, mm-hmm. he wanted to have like a photo up there. So oh, um, God, yeah, one of yeah, those. So, <laughs> yeah, so he was there. He had two aides there. And it was walked around the day, just talking about it, whatever. And that's where we met him. But um, yeah, he seems like he's very skinny, which you don't see, see on TV. He is tall, which you'd imagine. He just comes off a bit slimy, to be honest with you. Mm, okay, yeah, I can I can see that. Oh, I hate the fucking phrase, a bit cliche, but always his career politician thrown around and people talk about him. Um, yeah, he do, he I does. Think, I like think that. who isn't a career politician? Probably, I think most of them probably are. Obviously, there's some yeah. notable exceptions, but um, yeah. So yeah, he seemed he seemed doing his best to um to try and start up some some kind of charm offensive, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think it was working on me. Oh, did you did you speak to him at all? That barely. Um, I, I wasn't supposed to be there, so I kept it quite as possible. Uh, my my work dad, who I called him at the time, he kind of like just tried mm. brought me along. So I thought it best mm. if I try as much as possible to be seen and not heard. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, well, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Just taking what was going on. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think is that the only. 
I've seen um I've seen other politicians like around filming kind of some sort of stuff like in Brixton before. You know, um Rory Stewart, is it the one that was going for leader of the late of the Conservative Party? He's an odd chap, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the one who <laughs> he got memes, didn't he? Meeting like <laughs> he's meeting some white constituents, and um, he was like smiling ear to ear. And he took a selfie with a black dude, and he had like a an unpleasant look on his face. It could have been that the camera just snapped at the wrong time, but it was a very funny meme. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And Lord forgive me, but like that man is just very ugly. <laughs> there's no, there's no polite way to put it. Oh, it's what it is. Yeah, he's just, yeah. He does, he hit, like, he fell out of the ugly tree and hit every ugly branch on the way down. One of them ones, yeah. Yeah, it's just, unf- it's just unfortunate. <laughs> Such a violent word, but it, it, it needs to be used sometimes, yeah. I don't use, I don't use that terminology, terminology, to be honest with you. I do enjoy it. It has to be sparingly for some things. <laughs> it's, it's such a percussive word. I just love it. It's great. I just... <laughs> no, I don't describe. I don't describe this way, people that way. I try not to like. I, obviously, I do, but I try not to value people in terms of their looks. Oh, same. I, I try not to. I think I'm successful most of the time. Um, it's I only find that so talking... hard to believe. No, it's we. No, we've touched on this before, and usually for me, it's if. Um, if I don't like someone, that's when I'll go in. However, if someone has done no harm to me, or I think they're a nice person, I wouldn't, I wouldn't seek to not, you know. Yeah, but that, that, if you, that, that if you that if you know them, but if you don't know them well, mm-hmm. I feel like looks or dogs will play a huge part in it. No, I just try not to talk about people's looks. It depends on what they are as how they like as a person. You met, I met some lovely people who thought ugly, but I just keep that to myself. <laughs> you know, but all, no, but at the end of the day, we're all attractive to some people, we're all ugly to other people. It is what it is. Like, I That's grew true. up feeling ugly all the time. I, I still feel ugly at times now as well. Like, I don't think it's a massive, like, self image in my head, but sometimes I think in my head. Um, but it's gotten to the point where it doesn't phase me. I'm thinking, well, this is my face, get used to it. Um, yeah, so yeah, I feel ugly, as as... but I look in the mirror a lot of the time as well. And like, I find I never know how to take it if someone like describes me as good looking. Yeah, I, I never know how to, to take yeah. that. Yeah, um, it always makes me feel just very awkward and very much like I don't really know what what, what you want from me. Mm. Kind of, yeah, it's very awkward. Yeah, it's very awkward. Yeah. What makes you feel? What? Why did? Why did you say that you grew up so ugly? Um, like nowadays, when I was a kid, if I, when I was a kid, I think that's pretty obvious because a lot of people were ugly as children. But I was ugly ducklings. So for me. <laughs> I think my complexion, so not, not how light or dark my skin is, but was sometimes my skin looks quite dull and like not as like, like, you know, you see some black people with like a really nice shade. Again, not light or darkness, but like the contrast of their skin. Like it's really, it's like a really deep brown or something. As mine sometimes feels a bit like, it's a bit of a dull brown. Yeah. Um, I've got a big forehead. Um, um, obviously I don't have as much hair as I used to, my hair's gone pretty much. Um, sometimes I think I just have a long neck and look awkward for certain angles. Um, but the thing is, it's interesting because if you asked me this 10 years ago, I'd be proper going in on myself. But now I've, I've learned to like these things about myself. Um, I'm so much secure in myself as a person, that, like now, as I was compared to like my early 20s. Now I don't give a fuck. Even if I go out the house, I think I look ragged. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to impress anyone. I'm just minding my business. Um, 
And I think at one point in my life, like without sounding teeth, I never thought I'd get to that stage. He always brought up what you look like. I'm thinking, I don't give a fuck. Like, if you don't like me, you don't like me. And that thing, like everyone says about your 30s, that like, you just stop caring about things like that. I think it is, yeah. Definitely. For me, it was, yeah. So it started for me like maybe the late 20s or the late 20s um, into my 30s. I quite enjoy my 30s so far. Like, a lot of things aren't going to plan, but I'm. Um, <laughs> myself, which is no it's true though a lot of things is really on with I'll tell you more when I see you but um <laughs> but um like I see I mean sometimes I think now I wish I have the kind of confidence I have now of which I had that when I was like in my 20s um but at the same time it's that's all part of growing up though isn't it everyone people yeah. all get comfortable we'll become confident at different rates don't we um yeah and I'm trying to get better at not looking back and thinking well oh, I wish I'd done this at this age I wish I'd done that at that age just getting on with it not comparing myself to other people too tough as well, yeah. yeah. I have I to ask self. you, Kieran. Sorry, uh, what? Mm. Sorry, what were you asking me? Oh, just um, you, you said to, you said something like, oh, "What? Why did you feel ugly about me?" So I was gonna ask you the same. Oh well, I feel I felt ugly because I've I've said it before because I've grew up a fat child, and I still feel oh. like a fat adult to be honest with you, and I have bad skin. Um, which flares up time, like time, sometimes and sometimes not. And when I was going up, obviously, because I was like, sort of like, not very confident at all. I just never felt like I was, attra- I was like I was an attractive person, like I was the type of person that someone would like. I feel like that for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Like I've, I feel confident now because I just feel like I'm more happy and accepting and in, in the, with the person I am. And all the things that I don't like about myself are things that, like, I can make changes, like, healthy changes to rather than wanting to, like, make myself into a different person. Mm. Oh. And it's simple as that, really. Yeah. Do I think, yeah, all the last... that is great. <laughs> well, yeah, and I just need to... I need to figure my career out. That's uh, that's the big challenge of my 20... Of my 30s, sorry. I feel like it's just... Um, the 20s was like my life, my sexuality and all the relationship and all that stuff. And the 30s mm-hmm. really need to be career. I don't, the, the job I do now, I don't, I don't want to be doing that when the time I'm celebrating my 40th birthday. Yeah, for sure. And that's, yeah, that's what I really need to spend more time on. And I, I think I get distracted a bit too easily as well. Um, if because I want to, I think I want to be creative. I think I'm happy to be a creative person doing artistic ventures. And if you want to do that for a career, it's like it, I think it's just like it's it's hard, isn't it? I think it's just it's pay. It's like paying your way in pain. Yeah, it's it's constant question of um, you know, if I do what I really really like, is there going to be enough cash flow for me to have the lifestyle I want? Um, and it's like if I can if I do something that gets, earns me enough money, am I then going to lose sense of myself and then kind of have my soul get chipped away out over and over again because I'm doing something that I don't particularly enjoy? Um, and then you think about sort of economic status as compared to not even friends but people in your peer group, all that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm learning more and more to stop caring, but it's tricky because when you sort of have it drawn into you have to have a good career, you have to do this, you have to do that, and then. You get to a certain age, you think, oh, should I should I be here by now? Should I be everyone's buying houses and I've barely got any savings? Everyone's having kids, I've barely been in a relationship before. Like just little things like that, I think. Um but as I say, comparison is a thief of joy. 
Yeah, the only is. competition is yourself. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's cheesy, but it's true. Yeah. It is. Well, it's very cheesy. I feel like you know those people who um who used to have use those motivational quotes as an excuse to put up a topless photo on Instagram. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it feels <laughs> like that. I was like empty, yeah, like, like empty platitudes. Yeah, just post your, post your thirst traps and go, please. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I would prefer someone if they honestly just said. That I want, I want validation for my body. I want, I want people to desire me. I'd mm. feel better if someone did that rather than just that everyone doing all this disingenuous bullshit. Yeah, for sure. So, can you remember what you're going to ask me a couple of minutes ago? I wonder. I mean, I'm going to ask you the same question I ask you practically every week on this podcast. Since oh, you never talk about it, so I have to ask you here. I don't even know what I don't even know what's coming up. Oh, oh wow. come on, uh, man! <laughs> I need to ask you if you're dating and what and shit. Oh, no, no. No, I'm not. Let me think. I've had... I met a friend with benefits, like, a few days ago. Um, And then... (laughs) And then previously before that, I kind of got with a friend who... This is bad. I don't think think he'd ever listen to the podcast. I don't think he knows about it, so it's fine. But it's like a friend on... Not a tier one friend, like, tier two, I'd say. So I was in, like, in, like, the wider group and whatnot. Never particularly found them attractive. I kind of find them attractive when I've had a bit to drink or other substances, that kind of person. So uh, I took fast and like you know put the moves on, had a bit of fun or whatever. But then <laughs> now, this is okay. I'm going to expose my trash side now. But um, I saw him recently and I was a bit intoxicated again. So again, put the moves on again. And then we agreed to meet up properly like a few days later. And obviously I woke up the next morning sober and I was thinking, oh, fucking hell, what were you thinking? And then I just ghosted him. Like, just, oh like, my God. <laughs> actually awful. It was actually bad. Because um, I've spoken to other friends about this from I was just like, you know, if you um, if you only find someone attractive when you're drunk or whatever, does that, do, you, do you like them? No. Like, no. 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 It's a resolute no. Yeah, that's what everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on one second. So this person, are you going to see them again? Like, in, like, offensive situation? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And you ghosted him? I wouldn't say it's full on ghosting. It was more of a case of, we said, oh, let's sort something out. Then he messaged me the next day saying, oh, what day do you want to meet up? And I just didn't, I don't think I read the message. That was over a week ago. That's ghosting. I suppose it is. <laughs> if you put it like that, but like <laughs> um so right, okay, so what so what is what what the situation is right now, this second, you are ghosting him. I am, but I also feel like he doesn't care that much. Well, I've, hope, known, not. I've known this person for three plus years. I actually found them incredibly irritating for the first two years of that. You know that um, friendship, or whatever. And also, it's not like a mate, mate, mate. It's like you know, we tend to go on nights out together and stuff. He's in like the the the, the usual group when we go on holidays and stuff. Um, Is it the person that not... you've complained to me about? I've complained to you about this person. I might have done, but I don't think I've ever named them before. Yeah, but name. I, I mean, even... the name wouldn't mean anything to me because I don't know a group of friends. So even if you said yeah, but their sometimes name... I'll mention. Sometimes I do mention names. Or I think any of like my close pally pally friends, I would have said the name to you before, but I've not said his name before. Either. There was a there was a guy that you that was I think he was gay as well. 
that you said that you didn't like, I found him really annoying. And I think that's when you're trying to plan like a holiday. And I think he, you wanted to go and he wanted to go, but you wanted like more people to be going. So it wasn't like you, the two of you there. Oh, wow. I talk too much, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's, let's change the subject, Avery. I'm just like, <laughs> no, I'm just being silly. Um, it is that person. I don't think it was Shodi, though, know, who it was. All messed up with the name was. But yeah, it is that person, yeah. And that was time ago as well. You and your good memory. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you said that you found him irritating. You didn't like them. You didn't like him then. Yeah. It's true. I still find him a bit annoying, but he's, he's, le- he's less annoying than he used to be. But that would have been a good two years ago, though, I think. Um, less annoying now. And oh, see, this is going to sound really harsh. James, and really bad. I'll leave it to the discussion with leaving or not, but you know when you think someone has like an attractive body but not an attractive face. Um, I don't yeah. personally have these problems, but you seem to have these I problems don't, quite frequently. No, no, I think I don't usually, but I think like face is everything, so that just tells you like if you don't like someone's face, you shouldn't be getting with them. I don't think. Um, at the same time, though, I don't think the other party is hung up on me, though. That's why I don't feel so bad. It's not the case of they really like me and I only like them a little bit. It's, it's, we're both fairly, like, you know, blasé about it. Um, he definitely likes me more, but, um, you know, it's, it's not the kind of person, like, like when I didn't answer his message, he's not going to be better on the phone or anything, like, oh, why contact me? He just doesn't particularly care either. That's why I don't feel so bad about it. It's not something that's hung up on me. It's not something that I've been stringing along or anything like that. It's, like, literally all very recent. Um, like, one thing happened... Uh, about six weeks ago we didn't speak after that but then when I saw him again which is the first time I saw him after, since the first incident and then, then we're talking again and drinking so it's not really it's not a sustained kind of dragging something out or anything like that the ghosting's only happened very recently when I, I just didn't respond when he said oh when do you want to meet up then um, and that's the thing you know what it's bad is because I know I'll see him in the new year and I, I don't even care like I don't think it'll be awkward it'll just be back to you know, friendship and, and whatever. Like I said, it's not like a pally pally pal. Um, it's not someone to confide in, confide in or anything like that, and vice versa. I'm not. I'm not saying this to try and like lessen the fuckery I've done. I'm just, <laughs> just laying out what has happened essentially. But yes, I'm not really dating dating properly, but I would like to. I think for sure. I know it's bad. It's even shallow again. But I've started the gym recently, so I'm feeling a bit more confident in myself. There was a long period where I just wasn't doing any exercise. I'm still lacking motivation in other areas in life, but I think just being a bit more active just makes me a bit more confident in wanting to date again, I think, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think when we get to lean, we should lock you around there. Possibly, but you can't be doing that breathing down the neck thing, like, I mean, talk to anyone, get a friend, man. I mean, talk to anyone, he's on right now. Let me see. Just leave me to it, man. Let me do my thing. If I le- I've left you to it for, what, how long have you been in, in, in Leeds for, in, in Newcastle for, what, four years? Uh, four and a half, yeah. Four and a half years. I've left it to you for four and a half years. And what, and what have that? What, what what results have that yielded? I've told you already. Ains is dead up here. I can't move yet, though. I'm not in a position to move. Um, whatever. So I just got a text from work. Um, that's the situation. How are you and your and your lover? How are you getting on? Oh, I mean, my boyfriend. Yeah, like I said, it's funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, man? I'm not going to use standard terminology, but I can use something fancier. Right? I mean, I don't even know what to say. If you want to view, like, it's fine. <laughs> Look at that, man. Look at me telling all my business, and you're just like, oh, well, you're fine. 
what I'm supposed to say. Oh, um, I don't know. He added booster jab. Uh, um, well, on Riveting Saturday. Stuff, Ainsley. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you are the thing. You are the single representative of this um, of this podcast. So I'm relying on you oh, to be coming up with these uh, single forever, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm these... quite, I think I'm comfortable being single now, but I would like a relationship. But it's just, it's not everyone. <laughs> It's always been the case of the guys I like the most are unavailable, and it's not because they're unavailable; it's just that's just because of who I tend to have my eye on. Um, but that's uh, yeah, cool. Ooh, sorry, just on Instagram has opened it, and you know, is it Aloni or Alani? I don't know how to pronounce her name. The sex, the sex uh, influencer, the sex guru. Yeah, she's got some very nice pictures, and um, she posted arrow on Instagram, wearing some like you know, very fetching getup. <laughs> But straight men what? do not like Alani. No, I think, and I think it's telling, isn't it? I think they feel maybe. I sometimes think that it's, it's a case of trying to put her in her place. That's why they don't like her. Or maybe there's a bit of jealousy maybe, there. Do you not think that maybe they, um, a lot of them feel threatened by her? Hmm. I think yeah, because it's. I don't want to sound like I'm using like the buzzwords or the typical taglines, but I think it's because it's a woman who's confident in her sexuality, and also a black woman who's confident in her sexuality, and just like kind of unabashed and doesn't care what other people say. Um, yeah, I think that's a big part of it, and also she's a bit of a menace with a lady, so we have some fun threats. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> she's definitely a menace, but like you know, most of the time it's fun, but there would be some threads where. Like we can't risk the blame on her shoulders, but it's basically being it's just encouraging people to reveal stories of them doing really bad things, which I haven't quite liked sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't say it's all her fault because she might have encouraged it but at the same time the, the bad things people have done. She's not responsible for those. She, she's just yeah. on the platform to save them. Like she's not like positive things as well. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan though. I'm not a super fan, but I do like her. I'm, I like the space that she takes up as well. Every time that uh, Alani does one of those threads, I'm just I'm always reminded that just like humans are trash people. It's awful. Yeah. One about, did you see the cheating one? It was a couple of months ago. Yeah. We, and yeah, I felt really sad. I was just like, I'm ready. I was just like, I'm, I'm going to be single forever. It's people, like women who were just cheating like and doing it slick as well. And um, talking about like they had the guy who would take them on holiday, buy them flowers and whatnot. And they were getting their back blown out like just after. And I was just like, <laughs> It may be really sad because I think a lot of people were just laughing at it. I was thinking, I, I don't yeah. find this funny, to be honest. This isn't amusing or entertaining to me. Um, no, it is. may be really sad. I agree. Um, but like the one she did about personal hygiene, okay, that was funny. Like it was revolting in places, but it's more like, you know, it's it's not, it's no one's getting hurt. You know what I mean? We were just saying, oh, you know, the man was this nasty. Or the same that yeah. is, is he smelled like beef hula hoops, something like that. <laughs> all sorts of things on there. But the cheating stories I didn't like. And also, I know she's, you know, awful women and whatnot, but I would like to her, I would like to see a men shall we have some fun podcasts from time to time. But maybe that's that maybe that's, I think that's what helps her brand on the fact she's just very like woman focused. I think that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. It might lessen her brand if she kind of like stopped doing that, maybe. Or opened it up to men. Yeah, because then they might ruin it and just find a reason to just clown her instead. So I think her, her current format works. So, like, if it's not broke, don't fix it, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, well... I do like her. I like her, too, to be fair. It's just... You like I said, yeah, her, like, people, like... Yeah, um... People on Twitter, like, her always seems to, like, 
elicit a certain type of reaction from a lot of straight, like I said, like from a lot of straight men. So I always find that really interesting. They want to shut her down, don't they? Um, yeah. They want to control her. I like that yeah. she allow herself to be controlled. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we can wrap here. I think we can, yeah. It's been an interesting yeah, it's been an hour. today, hasn't it? Yeah. It has. Yeah. Good ground. I can feel this um this roll and um, rising up in my body. So I definitely need to blow my nose. So it's probably time to stop here. It's Miss Rona acting up again. She's acting <laughs> up, yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah. the gym. Ugh. Are you gonna make it? So I was at ten. So I was gonna leave her at eight thirty. Um, oh, you can make it, yeah. I can make it as long as I do legs today, and then just a generic upper body workout tomorrow. The last ditch, I'm just been. Oh, I think I should go. Yeah, fuck it, I'll go. Yeah. Anyway, shall we wrap? <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks very much for listening to another episode of that Boy Joy podcast. Um, you can follow us. Well, this to us, stream us on all good streaming platforms. At, at oh my gosh, stream us on all good streaming platforms. That is Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon. Um, if you listen on our podcast, please we're going five star review for us. We're on Instagram at Black Boy Joy Podcast and Twitter at Black Boy Joy Pod. That's B L K Boy Joy Pod. So we've got nothing else. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, your next lateral piece or lateral flow will be negative, and we can do a nice Christmas episode from Leeds. If not, we'll work something out. Yeah. If not, <laughs> thanks very much. Thanks everyone. Yeah. Peace. See you.